Hi. Hello. Welcome back to Bedtime Stories with Mikali. I'm so glad we get to meet again. Before we start tonight's story, I'd like you to do three things. First, I'd like you to make yourself real comfortable, whatever that means to you. When I was a kid and couldn't fall asleep, my mom would oftentimes tell me to imagine we were on a boat and the waves would take us. And that would help. Are we like super comfortable? Are you like under your covers holding your favorite stuffed animal or pillow or whatever? Cool. Now, do me a favor. Take a deep breath in. Like really, the deepest breath you've taken all day. Look at the ceiling for just a moment and breathe out. I want you to know that whatever happened today, it's over now. Tomorrow's a new day. Okay, let's dive in, shall we? The story takes place in Paris. Louise Gauthier is an interior designer based in Paris. Um, she spent most of her life in Toulon, a city located in the Provence-Alpes-Côte d'Azur region. Her father was a fisherman, and her mom was an English teacher at the Lycée Fenelon. Jeanne and Paul met sometime in 1986. According to Jeanne, it was a Monday. Paul says it was a Wednesday, and Louise thinks it was a Tuesday, because that's the day she was born, in 1991. The three of them lived in a small apartment right at the port. The smell of salt and fish was the first scent Louise would remember. She'd hang out with the other port kids after school, and they'd help their parents on the docks until dinner time. Being the Anglophile that she was, Jeanne would only play English music at home, which is a shame if you ask me, because French music is pretty awesome. So every evening at 7.30 sharp, you'd hear Frank Sinatra's Fly Me to the Moon coming from apartment five. Jeanne and Paul would be standing in the kitchen side by side, chopping or frying or assembling, telling each other about their day, probably making googly eyes at each other, while Louise would set the table. On March 18th, at 8.25 p.m., Louise announced that she had some important news. She had just recently turned 23, graduated from art school, and decided that she wanted to go to Paris. Her parents were, you know, a little bit shocked, quite reluctant to the idea. You have everything at home. Why would you ever want to leave? But Louise had made her decision. It was time to leave the familial nest, as they say, and, you know, jumpstart her career in Paris. She moved to a very small studio in Montmartre, but being the artist that she is, she made the best out of it. Her parents, as a parting gift, gave her their vinyl player, you know, as something to remember them by. And during the summer, she moved everything to Paris and started her life there. She did very well for herself. Paris is a very special place, you know, it's, it's not easy to live there, but She was just so infatuated with the idea of going and starting her own life and having her own place that that didn't even matter. 
She made lots of friends. They'd have lots of apéros outside, and she'd feel like the world was hers, oftentimes. She'd still visit her parents, of course. In the beginning, she'd get homesick quite often. So, you know, she'd try to visit once a month. Then it got to once every two months, and it got less and less because that's just how life goes. And now we're here in 2020. There's a widespread pandemic, and Louise can't visit her parents. France was hit pretty hard. Lockdown was lifted only a few weeks ago in Paris. Quarantine was a lot more strict than, for example, in Austria or Germany or um, just other places, let's say, in Europe or in the West. The south of France was also hit pretty hard and was not spared. But since the lockdown was lifted, Louise thought she could go on a little weekend getaway with her friends. Her friend Audrey had a really, really pretty house in Troyes, which is on the, the countryside. They took a car, went to the house. The house was absolutely beautiful. You could see they were a group of artists. The walls were painted in this very, very light pink, almost like pastel pink, and little details, photos of Audrey and her family, and the kitchen was neatly designed, and the bathroom had tiles that were engraved with little shapes that would remind you of waves. Louise was so happy to, you know, just have a moment with her friends and the quarantine was really hard for her living alone. She still had one big project to take care of. That's why she thought Thursday would be great. She could finish that project and then she'd have the full weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, to relax with her friends. Audrey suggested an apéro in the backyard. Louise still had to finish her project, so she said she'd join them later. In the living room, there was this, it looked like a little reading nook. So there was a little bench made out of white wood and lots of pillows on top. So she just sat herself down, put her computer on the windowsill, and continued her work. It was around 7 p.m. The sun was still out, slowly setting. She took out her phone to take a photo of this beautiful golden hour scenery when she saw that she had two missed calls from her father. She called him back, but he didn't pick up. It went straight to voicemail. And that's when, you know, she started thinking to herself, when was the last time I visited mom and dad? They're all alone in that small apartment. And I'm just here living my best life, basically. What if something happened and I wasn't there? Why didn't I check my phone? Why is it always on silent? And so she would spiral and spiral and spiral. And, and as she sat there spiraling, so in her head, so caught up in her emotions, she hadn't even noticed that a storm had made its way to Trois and the rain was just pouring suddenly. As she watched the trees sway from left to right and the leaves dance to the droplets of the rain, she could faintly hear Sinatra's Fly Me to the Moon again. She could smell the fish and the sea and the salt. And she could feel that heavy breeze of the Mistral. It's like she was back in apartment five for a moment there. And that's when her phone rang again. 
This time she had put it on loud. She picked it up. She was like, oh my God, Papa, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, dude, what's up? He couldn't even remember that he had called her. And so he took a moment to think. And then he went, oh, yes. Um, I wanted to tell you, remember mom's ingrown hair? The one in her chin that made her look real funny. I just plucked it out. Thank you for tuning in tonight. And I hope you enjoyed the story. And I hope you're very sleepy at this point. So we'll see each other next week. Good night.